morning, and welcome to the Freaks. But please first these messages. The Freaks are not for children. The Freaks are not a safe place. Horrific psychological and emotional damages may occur. The Freaks are not fake news. These are real people, acting real stupid, in real time. The Freaks are not for those slow of wit or weak of constitution. If you have the fundamental strength of a wet graham cracker, perhaps you should step into the next room. Use of protective gear is strongly encouraged. Emergency protocols are now in effect. System lockdown has been initiated. All exits are now sealed. Access to Freaks, security level one. Granted, proceed with extreme caution. Crawl into your Panzerfaust. <laughs> are you... Your schnitzel, Faust. Oh, darn, I've, I've missed one. Yeah, i got to read this. you, you got to check it out, yeah. If it crawls in your schnitzel, Faust. Okay, here's here's some of the problems with the young people, especially if they got money under their belt. They become, uh, they, they think they're better than everyone else. And here's, here's a perfect example. This is a quote, a direct quote from a, a kid who just uh, got arrested. I'm young, I'm rich, I can do what I want. Wow, talking about a duke of entitlement. Deliberately provoking a trooper to a 100-mile-per-hour chase. And what he did is he's sitting next to him at a stoplight. He's in his Challenger. As soon as it turns green, he roasts him. Wah! Takes off. So, of course, the police are going to start chasing you. He is eventually caught. Uh, he's bragging about his 400000 to 450000 a year salary as he's being read his Miranda rights. Uh, he's a TikTok star, so he does these kinds of things so that people can watch, and then he gets paid for doing stupid stuff like that. He was uh, later arrested in front of his home. Uh, and that, that's when he made the, the quote, I'm young, I'm rich, I can do what I want. I, tell that to the judge. You know what? I, I would love to hear you say that to the judge because that's about the time where, you know, when it, reality comes sharply into focus. Now, I, I really think that this is an event that is probably more short-lived than we imagine right now. It's probably going to go away pretty soon. Most of the people of the world are going to go, all right, maybe – Maybe a little too vicious, a little too dangerous. I'm talking about the running of the bulls. We've all seen it. Now, we've seen those people. They're either very brave, very foolish, very drunk, maybe all three, <laughs> maybe none. I'm not sure. But these people put their lives in front of these mean Brahma bulls. 55-year-old man has died after being gored in a bull running event that happened in uh. eastern Spanish town. The man was repeatedly attacked by the bull, suffered a head wound, had an artery punctured in his left thigh. Ah, he, was, he was being stopped geez. to death, too. If, you, if you've ever seen any of these unfortunate encounters when a bull actually gets someone hung up on their horns, you start to realize the true power that the bull has. I, I, I kid you not, I saw one of the this bull throws this lady in the air. On the way down, he hits her with his horns. It looked like he hit a baseball. He just, the poor lady, poor lady. Um, the practice is a long-standing feature of uh, the Spanish culture. Similar bull runs are held in neighboring France and Portugal as well. During the event, crowds of participants run in front of a group of bulls, which are let loose in a section of the town. In some festivals, the bulls are then taken to participate in the controversial bullfighting tournament. I've seen some of these bulls dive into a crowd of about 30 people and just land on top of them. Now, I don't think that any of them died, but when a Brahma bull dives on you and 29 other people, you're going to hear some of them ribs cracking in there. I feel bad for this lady, and this story doesn't even surprise me. Here's another example of how some hospitals out there don't have your best interests in mind here. A Georgia woman, she left an emergency room after waiting for hours without seeing the doctor. She said she walked away with her injury untreated, and they charged her $700 simply for showing up. Taylor Davis said she went to the Emory Decanter Hospital 
In July, she had a head injury. She decided to leave after there was no end in sight to her seven-hour wait for care. A couple weeks later, she got a bill for $700. I didn't get my vitals taken. No one called my name. I was never seen at all. She was convinced it was a mistake, but was told it was an emergency room visit fee. People, You know what I would tell them? I'd say, uh, we'll see who gets the money when we go to court. That's, I, I can't believe that they're putting the squeeze on someone who, they never called her name. You sat in the chair for seven hours, and that's the rent? 700 bucks an hour, man. Uh, seven, the lawsuit, she'll make yeah. half a million off. That's what she should do. Is I, I hope so, because yeah. you know what? That, the medical community in many ways thinks that they, uh, they have us over a barrel, and, and in many ways they do. Yeah, they'd be answering to an attorney yeah. on that one. But, you know, alcohol really plays a role in so many of my funniest and most favorite freaks. The last few days have brought colder temperatures to Minnesota and Wisconsin, Minnesota, including overnight lows at or below freezing in some parts. Uh, there was an incident overnight, though, in the Barron Council. Apparently, uh, it, it froze over enough. those three or four inches. So a couple of good old boys got nice and drunk, and they went out there, and they took their fishing house. And uh, when they went to sleep, the ice thawed out because it wasn't that thick. And they woke up in the truck, in the house, and them are now at the bottom of the river. So somehow they woke up when, when their truck was sinking under the water. <laughs> I, I like this one a lot. You know how I feel about about dumb uh, criminals. <laughs> the police are searching for a man who robbed a Sunshine Coast service station while attempting to disguise himself with a recyclable shopping bag. So he's got the recyclable shopping bag over his head, one of those white ones. Can't see him. So it's a very impromptu but effective disguise. Just before 8.30 p.m., the man walked into the store. He had the bag over his head. He threatened the female attendant with a knife. Uh, a staff member complied. She handed over cash and cigarettes. He then took the bag off of his head and put them in the bag. At which point, the video cameras, the lady, everybody saw who he was. He tried to get out. Dude, that was your anonymity. You took your disguise off. They had other bags there. Why did you have to take your disguise off to put your, your loot in the bag? All right, let's take our final break of the show. When we come back, uh, the final handful of freaks, a little more potent than usual, as all final freaks are. Welcome back to the Talk Monster. WGOW. That's six or seven minutes in front of 12 noon. Lots of freaks out there doing things. And the reason I bring freaks to the table is it's important to remember, no matter how bad or uh, obtuse your life might seem at the time, there's worse things going on for other people, and yours is, is going to get better. We, we do have it so much better here in our country. I don't know what this person was thinking. A lot of school teachers uh, thinking outside the box in bad ways. A Florida school member uh, under fire for taking students on a field trip to a gay bar. A Florida school board member is catching heat after she posted photos of an elementary school field trip to a gay bar. I don't have a problem with it being a gay bar. I have a problem with it being a bar. What are you, you elementary school? You see, kids, here's where you're going to drink your life away as a bar fly. Uh, the Broward County School Board's Sarah Lerinardi posted the photos on her social media site, showing a large group of children from Winton Manor's Elementary School. Uh, apparently, it's a popular LGBTQ hangout, Rosie's Bar and Grill. I was so honored to be invited to chaperone, they said. However, a number of people who saw the post weren't nearly as enthusiastic. Uh, this is just wrong on so many levels. Then telling the world that you did it 
Uh, not one parent or adult there had the thought that the backdrop of bottles and alcohol for the field trip presentation was inappropriate. Forget about the gay part. It's a bar. <laughs> you don't take kids to a bar. Jeez, why don't you take them to like a, a dispensary? Show them a bunch of <laughs> weed being sold. Come on, this is. I don't know. Um, let me. Genius. Geniuses. Uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, oh, a lot of bears. By the way, let me just say as I look through this the stream of uh, freaks. Bears are coming out of the woods like crazy. I'm, I'm seeing more and more stories about people being bitten, chased, mauled by bears. So just be aware that the bears are, are out there. Now, this sometimes you, you really, really, really want to die. And this guy really, really, really wanted to die. A man committed suicide after he sped his car over the western rim of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I mean, there's, there's no coming back. I mean, obviously... You do that, it's a one-way trip. The details are sparse. The name, age, hometown of the man, not immediately available. Apparently he was a tinker. Lee Cooper, the marketing director of the Grand Canyon Resort, who said the incident happened Wednesday afternoon, involved a male who appeared to intentionally drive into the canyon. No one else was in the vehicle. It's still an active investigation. Um, yeah, there's no skid marks. There was no attempts to, to stop. He uh, he, just, he may have had a little LSD. thought he could fly. You know, I, I guess when you make that decision, uh, he, he, he was all in. Ain't he, no coming back. He was all in on that one. Um, apparently, uh, this is kind of cool when uh, underground activity from an underwater volcano brought two dozen ghost ships to the surface of the Pacific Ocean uh, decades after being sunk in World War II. The ships were involved in the bloody Battle of Iwo Jima in 1945. Uh, when they were sunk by U.S. forces. So that, by the way, if you've ever read or, or seen any documentaries about the Battle of Iwo Jima, what a bloodbath that was for, for that little chunk of volcanic rock. Uh, that seen more than its share uh, of sorrow. However, they came ashore on the western side of Iwo Jima, an island located about 760 miles from Tokyo, after seismic activity from underwater volcanoes brought them up from the seabed. Disclosed their area. They said it looks like uh, 10 to 12 ships have come out. Uh, Possibly a big eruption of Iwo Jima is in the works, but that's kind of cool. Things that were underwater for all this time are all of a sudden then just floating to the surface like that. Ah, this is a, this is the freak, Pete, by the way, making its way back into the surface. It was, it was so good. I thought it, decided it needed another telling. A woman was found holding her own eyeball. Yes, 20-year-old woman from South Carolina was found holding her own eyeball outside a church in Anderson, uh, it was across the street. I could see blood. I could hear screaming. I realized something was very, very wrong. A retired minister on the scene said the woman was struggling against those who were trying to get her help. Uh, you know, so they're trying to stop her. There, she's trying to pull her eye out, and, and she does. The EMTs arrive at the scene. They determine the wound was self-inflicted, uh, then airlifted to a hospital, and now in stable condition. Most of our deputies had never seen anything like that about the eye-popping incident. I, I think that says about as loudly as possible, Mental, mental issues. Uh, this poor lady had some very deep-rooted mental issues. Uh, let's see here. Um, all right, now, there's some things when you get busted for, you know you're going to get in trouble. But there's other things I think there's a special extra layer of hell for you. Five men indicted Wednesday for allegedly running a vast narcotics conspiracy where they smuggled millions of dollars worth of cocaine in children's lunchboxes. Yep. The zip-up lunchboxes bearing popular cartoon characters from My Little Pony, Despicable Me, Baby Shark, all the things that says cute little children stuffed to the rim with cocaine. You can see the narcotics in children's lunchboxes. It's pretty bad. I think if, if you're willing... 
to risk that kind of negative karma, go for it, man. Hold on to it. All right, here's our final freak for the day. And it just, it's a short one, and it's, it's certainly not how I would want to punch my own ticket and leave this world. A man was found shot to death inside a portable toilet in Austin. 39-year-old man discovered about 2 a.m. The 5,000 block of West Quincy Street, Chicago police said he'd suffered a gunshot wound to the chest. He was pronounced dead at the scene. His name has not been released. No one is in custody. Apparently someone came up to the front of the door, put a bullet in this. There's, there's more to this story. You know, you don't just off someone in a porta potty unless you're uh, like in a Pink Panther movie. Well, or unless you've got to go real bad, you know, and you, <laughs> you drag know, him out and they, go in. They didn't move the guy at all. Thank you to everyone out there who participates in the show. Even the people who don't agree with us, I'm fine with that. You know, we don't, we don't have to agree. Uh, sometimes disagreement fosters uh, a lot of uh, interesting and unique ideas from yep. uh, different perspectives. Thank you to everyone. Max, thank you to you. You know, I don't, I don't think I told you, Max, last, uh, last week. Monday and Tuesday, doing it from uh, home like that for Skype. You, uh, that was a superb boardsmanship. I don't know if anyone even knew that we were doing it, but that was very well done, Max. I, uh, I, I can always make you bored. <laughs> yeah, and you, when you want to, it, see, it just goes to show when he wants to, he's a flawless flipper. He really, he's really got to want it. All right, thank you to everyone out there. We've got Let's Talk Money coming up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow.